If you're looking to spark a little more creativity into your organization, check out Adobe's new podcast, In The Making. Listen as Teresa O, community leader and advocate, hosts conversations with experts that will inspire anyone working in or planning to join the creator economy. Subscribe to this new podcast, In The Making, and of course, Construction Disrupted, on the listening platform of your choice. The links, as always, are in those show notes. Now, we're seeing this within a lot of organizations where legacy systems have been utilized, poorly implemented, with data thrown on top of data, rubbish thrown on top of rubbish, and these systems cannot be integrated into new technologies that have advanced since these legacy systems were installed. Now, this poses a problem. Welcome to Construction Disrupted, the ultimate podcast for the construction industry, exploring the limitless possibilities at the dynamic intersection of construction and technology. Wow, that's a mouthful. Delve into the latest topics, news, events, expert insights, and marketing that are shaping the industry right now and in the future. We'll hopefully sprinkle a little bit of humor in there for you as well. I'm your guide, Peter Sumpton and I run a construction technology marketing agency, Build Different. If you're ready to embrace disruption and unlock the potential of the construction industry, keep on listening and be part of the conversation that's reshaping the future of construction. If you're not, uh, I really wouldn't bother. It's, it's probably not gonna be that interesting for you. Whether you're a construction technology professional, or just part of the construction industry in general. This podcast is your go-to resource for staying informed, inspired, and of course, connected. Speaking of connected, the best way you can help to support this podcast is by sharing it far and wide and leaving us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Right then, let's go and build different and get disruptive. And welcome back to Construction Disrupted. Before we go on any further, before we get to any of the good stuff in this episode, I just want to outline what the first five episodes are going to look like in this podcast. Episode one was an intro episode. Gives you a full rundown on why the hell this podcast exists and what to expect from it. The next four, episodes two to five, are going to be solo episodes. Me, myself and I, chatting through some fundamental important topics within construction technology or the wider construction field that impacts technology itself. After episode five, so that's episode six onwards, there'll be a mixture of guests, news, topics, insights, you name it, we've got it. We'll try and add some humor into that as well. Right, back to episode two. What is holding Contech back? So if you take a look at most industries, most of them have had technological changes that have completely disrupted or changed the entire industry, mainly for the better. Transportation, retail, education, even healthcare, they've all benefited from industry-wide technological changes. Those changes have almost stepped up and slapped the industries in the face, and those changes haven't backed down or gone away. But within construction, it's a slightly different story. But why? So I thought for this first episode, let's set the scene, the lay of the land. Let's look at the 10 main challenges 
the construction industry is facing and why it's so difficult to transition from the more traditional techniques to more digitally specific platforms. Now, I'm not saying for every single part of the industry, it needs to happen. I'm not saying that robots will replace humans. None of that. It's about coexistence, artificial intelligence and human intelligence working together. Now, I've said the AI word, and I don't mean that from a chat GPT perspective. I mean it from a digitally enhanced industry perspective, using the intelligence from technology to do better work. So let's get a rundown of these 10, because I think it'll set the scene for the rest of the podcast. All the episodes following this will hopefully look to debunk, demyth some of these challenges. So let's start with number one, lack of digital adoption. Now, the construction industry, it'll be no surprise to hear, is relatively slow in adopting digital technologies, which leads to inefficiencies, delays, increased costs, etc., etc. Now, we're seeing this within a lot of organizations where legacy systems have been utilized, poorly implemented, with data thrown on top of data, rubbish thrown on top of rubbish, and these systems cannot be integrated into new technologies that have advanced since these legacy systems were installed. Now, this poses a problem because we've bought into these systems. They've been poorly managed, and that means, as we'll find out a little bit later on, there's a huge perception in the marketplace that digital isn't for us and it doesn't work. But this is 2023. It's not 1980. And what we need is a better awareness and understanding of the potential benefits digital solutions provide. We need to get rid of the mentality of viewing sunk costs as a barrier to improving or replacing these legacy systems. Number two, a fragmentation and lack of collaboration. Now, we know the industry is highly fragmented, multiple stakeholders often working in silos, and sometimes even in organizations working in silos. The lack of collaboration is hampering the adoption and integration of new technologies. Like we were saying before, legacy systems are there, so it's hard to collaborate. It's hard to integrate, but that's not to say we shouldn't progress. And if we look a little bit wider, fragmentation also means we're developing systems that cater very well for some sectors of the industry, but forget about the bigger picture. We need to integrate across the entire supply chain. We need unified approaches, unified languages, which we can all agree upon to move forward. So let's start collaborating. Let's join forces and work together to enhance this industry. Number three, skilled workforce shortages. We've all heard the skills shortage. But this is often from a trades perspective, on the tools perspective. But we're facing a crisis in terms of people that know and understand the data, the information, the hardware, the software, how to implement it, how to utilize it, how to analyze it. And this is holding construction technology back. We have the people developing amazing tech, but when it comes to implementing it, the people within businesses don't have those skills and ability. Some do, obviously, but in the main, they don't. And this needs to be eradicated. We need to do a better job in directing people into construction that have these skills. We need to invest in training programs that attract young talent, as well as transferable skills, where the technology is there, but it just needs people to utilize it correctly. Number four, cost and ROI concerns. Now, like any 
new technology, new hardware or software, there is that significant upfront investment, that upfront cost. And a lot of organizations are concerned about the return on investment. In most cases, that's unfound and the investment eventually brings a return. Now, there's the key word, eventually. The construction industry is made up predominantly of small enterprises, many being sole traders. So it almost makes it impossible for them to make a return before they run out of money, before implementing this technology and making it work for them to deliver an ROI. This is where I believe we need larger organizations to carry the flag here, to implement it, and then allow contractors and subcontractors to utilize this technology, to integrate it into their own systems. And this goes back to what we're saying about collaboration. It can do nothing but benefit the entire industry. We shouldn't be scared with this collaboration to better an industry, even with our competitors. Competition is healthy. And the wider technology is adopted, the quicker the return on investments. Number five, data management and integration. We mentioned this before and we're coming back to it. We haven't got people that can manage the data effectively. We haven't got enough of them. We need people that understand what good data is, what bad data is, and how we utilize this. Not all data is made equally. Moving backwards to legacy systems highlights this. We put shit in, we got shit out. And because of that, we have this perception that the same thing's going to happen again, but technology has moved forward. We need more skilled people scrutinizing the data that's coming into systems as well as out of systems. And ironically, technology could be our savior here. Technology could save technology. The advancements we've seen very, very recently give people the ability to enhance what they're seeing, analyze information more accurately and more efficiently. But I believe more is needed to be done to improve standards, which only comes from a collective effort. We need that interoperability within our systems for this to truly change the industry. Number six, cybersecurity and risks. Now, I think we've all had those emails, those junk emails. I'm pretty sure I've had 47 uncles that owe me £5 million each, and they've all deceased, unfortunately. But I've never followed that email to find out if that money is real. I'm pretty sure it isn't because my heritage isn't in Uganda. But the point being is that there are risks with security out there within construction particularly with sensitive data, intellectual property, critical infrastructure information. Cyber attack can be a significant concern when it comes to that type of data. And some may say the horse has already bolted with so much technology already poorly implemented out there. Some poor, some not so. Now, the level of security will depend on the level of information you hold and what your organization does, its main purpose. For example, if you're on limited processes online, security probably needs to be pretty basic. But if you run a multinational organization, then more robust security will be required on a globalized system, which is difficult to implement. Either way, any which way you look at it, cybersecurity needs to be taken seriously. Even simple malware, phishing, or identity theft can halt an entire company. I've seen it living proof that that actually does happen in our industry. We need to take it more seriously and it needs to be more accessible, not the data, the security. Number seven, regulatory hurdles. The construction industry operates within a complex regulatory environment 
Adapting regulations and standards to accommodate emerging tech can be slow and a challenging process, impeding the adoption of innovative solutions. The so-called red tape of regulations put in place to protect us may put many people off implementing new and innovative technologies that will help them and help the industry. And because of this, that multiplies the payoff time, which once again puts people off implementing it. Associations, regulatory bodies, and governments need to do more to speed up these processes and assist both large and particularly small firms to overcome the fears and the barriers to these technologies for the good of the industry. That keeps coming up, doesn't it? For the good of the industry. Number eight, resistance to change. The construction industry has traditionally been conservative and resistant to change. There's a need for a massive cultural shift here and a proactive approach to embracing new technologies. And we need to overcome the resistance from some stakeholders. Now, we've seen some tweaks of light as a new generation, a digital native generation come through. They will demand technology as part of what they do. Hopefully, what you're seeing here now is the connection between all these challenges. We change one, we change another. So the resistance to change almost comes in tandem with things like cybersecurity. If we can fix that, more people will be susceptible to implementing this kind of tech. Let's not fall at the first hurdle of just being stubborn and saying, no, it doesn't work. Number nine, scalability. Many construction technologies work well on small scale, but face challenges when it comes to scalability and integration within existing systems. Seamless integration and interoperability across different technologies are necessary for widespread adoption. We need to be thinking long term on this play and look at the interaction throughout the supply chain and make sure we get it right for every step of that supply chain. We need to stop developing in entrenched silos. We've mentioned that before, again, harking back to the fact that all these are connected. We need to make sure the platforms we are using are scalable and not just for short-term gains. And number 10 is sustainability and environmental impact. We wouldn't be anywhere without a sustainability and environmental impact challenge, would we? The industry is under so much pressure to reduce its environmental footprint and embrace sustainable practices. Construction technology can play a vital role in this, improving energy efficiency, waste reduction, and sustainable material usage. Because when we talk about construction technology, it's not just the hardware and the software, it's products and services as well. And we need to think long and hard about this one and get the balance correct. Get the balance of running an organization, making it profitable, and also staying within the guidelines for sustainability and environmental impact. In 1994, John Elkington coined that phrase, that's nearly 30 years ago, focusing on people, planet, and prosperity, the triple bottom line. Construction technology goes a long way in helping focus on the triple bottom line. And in doing that, we have profitable organizations that give a shit about the people that work for them. But also, we look at how we are utilizing the planet as an actual resource. I'm sure you'll agree that's all food for thought. And finally, what can we take away from these 10 major challenges? Well, first, like I've said, they're all interlinked in some way. You change one, it impacts the others. So when we change one or we eradicate that challenge or debunk that myth, it doesn't have a singular improvement. It multiplies to the power of X, whatever that multiplication is. If we become more collaborative, this in turn reduces the resistance to change. 
Similarly, improving scalability and interoperability of the technology means a much better chance at digital adoption and upskilling your workforce. If we upskill the workforce, we reduce security risks, costs, and generate a quicker ROI. It is all interlinked. The power of X or the power of contact. Not quite sure. And finally, one size doesn't fit all. So we need to start accommodating. We will need multiple solutions for multiple sectors for multiple challenges operating in a multifunctional way for this to work industry-wide. It's a really, really tall mountain, but tall mountains are always there to be scaled. And that's it. I hope you found this useful, insightful, interesting. Drop me a line if you have. More than happy to talk, chat, debate, argue, shout, get annoyed about these challenges. The more we talk, the more we collaborate. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day and giving this a listen. If you want to chat further about anything you've heard on today's episode, have a topic or technology you'd like me to cover, or simply want to say, hiya, you'll find me on LinkedIn or through the emails, peter at builddifferent.marketing. Stay disruptive.